Welcome back, everyone. My name is Michael LeBlanc, Senior uh, Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Unity Wealth Management. And thanks for joining us again this week. We're back to our live videos every Tuesday at noon after uh, taking a uh, holiday break and uh, a slow start to the new year after I was recovering from catching uh, the COVID virus and uh, and getting uh, getting my energy back up again. But, uh, but we're back at it. And thanks for joining us. Um, Every week we uh, we cover off what's uh, been going on in the market there, during that week, but more importantly, we take a look at what's coming up in the, the week ahead. And as always, everything that we say and cover in these videos is for information purposes only. Uh, always do your own due diligence or give us a call. Go to mikeonmoney.com. Uh, you can reach us there. All our contact information is there. You can also see previous episodes or videos that we've done uh, through our YouTube portal and also our podcast portal if uh, you prefer listening to things while driving versus watching them. So as always, Louis, we always have to have our first update uh, is just on where things stand with the uh, with the COVID virus. Obviously, Omicron, which uh, kind of hit Canada just uh, just at the beginning of December, there uh, has been uh, running rampant through the through the country, well around the world. You know, numbers infection numbers are through the roof here in BC. Here in BC, they're not even really testing. As I mentioned, uh, I uh, had it over the holidays. Uh, my whole family had it over the holidays. Um, and uh, you, you can't even get into the testing centers uh, unless you qualify and the lineups are crazy. Uh, most people have turned to the rapid test, uh, you know, the antigen tests, uh, which are hard to get uh, in the first place. Um, if you can get them and you're gonna, you know, most, most people have to buy them uh, unless you can get them through your workplace. And, you know, the reliability of them aren't as good as the PCR, which is why, you know, there's a lot of controversy around them. But that's pretty much what, uh, what's going on here in BC. Obviously, we see more shutdowns uh, or, or closures across Canada, uh, around the world, uh, new travel restrictions being put into place for different countries, new testing requirements, uh, depending on where you're going and where you're from. Uh, so all I can really say is stay safe out there, um, you know, do get your, your, your vaccinations. Mine was pretty mild, um, but I had got my booster in December. So I, you know, I had my, uh, my third shot um, and that's pretty much the reports. You know, if you're fully vaccinated, it's, it's been mostly pretty mild. I mean, obviously the hospitalization rates uh, are increasing, uh, but I, I think that's mostly just due to the number of people that uh, that are that are going through it these days. This this wave is definitely different than the other ones. And in previous waves, as most of you, I'm sure, experienced, same as myself, I, I knew one or two people that you, you know kind of uh, had uh, had the Delta variants, uh, you know, and and, and, and recovered. Um, this Omicron seems to be uh, almost everybody I know has either had it or someone in their families had it, and they've had to quarantine due to exposures. It's 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 just obviously way more infectious than than previous strains. So that's uh, pretty much it. Uh, again, you know, travel is tough. Um, do make sure you check and double check uh, your destinations uh, testing requirements uh, and uh, and also your return requirements. Obviously, Canada's got some uh, some strict rules, uh, and make sure you're prepared for those. So with that, let's take a look uh, what's going on in the market today. Uh, we are looking for the Canadian housing start numbers for December. Uh, early numbers are showing, uh, you know, despite a, a large uptick in uh, housing starts uh, in 2021, um, demand demand 
has far outpaced it, at least purchase and demand. This is the big, you know, what's going on. Uh, are we seeing a lot of people buying the first time homes or a lot of people getting into the housing market or is it a lot of speculation? A lot of people speculated buying up those starts, uh, those, those uh, housing starts uh, for um, investment purposes. Those numbers we, we, uh, we haven't seen yet. Uh, and also we're looking for Goldman Sachs to report their fourth quarter uh, results. Uh, we'll take a look at that. We've, we've seen a few of the other financials uh, firms in the US report already, and we'll, we'll cover those today as well. Stocks fell a bit this morning, uh, largely led by tech stocks. Uh, basically, the government bond yield rose to a two-year high, signaling basically uh, you know, investors uh, are getting a little concerned about the, um, the interest rate hikes, especially uh, growth style stocks or, you know, the tech companies. Um, and, and, and that's largely because they're more affected by interest rate hikes because they, you know, they tend to uh, leverage their, uh, their business more uh, to continue that, uh, that growth cycle that they happen to be in right now. Uh, investors are expected a pretty tight labor market as, uh, as inflation is prompting the, uh, the Fed Reserve basically to carry out multiple rate hikes this year. I think you're going to see through all the reporting today is the uh, you know end of 2021 there was a or through 2021 it was like when when are the rate hikes going to happen yeah you know the experts were trying to hold off till 2023 there was back and forth last year as to whether uh, they would make it that far we originally were looking at uh, later 2022 uh, the pretty much the consensus now is it's going to be earlier in 2022 so um, there doesn't seem to be a lot of debate about it anymore. Uh, just the general consensus that we, we are going to see rate hikes. The big question now is how many. And uh, on the option exchange, uh, the volatility index or the VIX uh, has hit its highest level in months. So that's just showing uh, people's, you know, the general sentiment out there. Uh, people are concerned uh, about the interest rate hikes and how that's going to affect their portfolios or their, their investments. Which, you know, this is something we've been talking about all through 2021, the shift from growth to value. Uh, our portfolios, uh, you know, we definitely, uh, by fourth quarter, had shifted mostly to, to value in, in the portfolio, but we've been slowly shifted, shifting out of the growth into, uh, into the value side of the market uh, pretty much throughout 2021. As we knew, we were going to get to this point, just didn't know when. Uh, on the other side of the market, uh, crude oil, which if you watch uh, December videos, uh, we saw a bit of weakness as everyone's concerned about Omicron shutting things down and, and get rid of demand. Well, through, uh, through December and into January, demand still stayed pretty high. Uh, supply has been a bit, you know, iffy with uh, different political and, uh, uh, you know, the, the stresses around the world when it comes to uh, potential wars or um, potential uh, 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 shutdowns of supplies in, in different areas has pretty much held the price of oil up. So it's been a pretty bull uh, energy market out there. Hedge funds are standing by the US dollar despite a uh, slump in the new year. So the US dollar had decreased a little bit into the market rallies uh, of uh, late December, early January. Um, but, um, but despite that, we're seeing a lot of investment go into it. So we should see a stronger dollar in the next few weeks. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, oil investors are pretty much looking beyond um, beyond the Omicron as far as uh, oil prices go. Uh, we did see, you know, if you watch our last couple of videos in December, 
Uh, there's a lot of hedge fund managers, portfolio managers getting out, uh, fearful of, of the oil price. Uh, and if your investment, if your investment is purely into the commodity or the futures uh, market uh, around the oil price, we did see that drop down kind of into the low 70 range uh, from uh, from about 80. Um, but the stock prices, the the producers, their prices didn't uh, didn't fluctuate too much, and in fact, they've continued to to rally up here in the uh, in the last few weeks. So, still been a strong market as far as that goes. Uh, early holiday shopping pretty much hammered the UTL, U, U.S. retail sales. So, you know, one of the big indicators that we look at is, of course, uh, how December retail sales are. How bullish are people uh, about spending money out there? Uh, we didn't see a uh, we didn't see a great December. We actually saw it being uh, uh, one of the biggest drops in retail sales numbers in December uh, for the or sorry, one of the biggest drops in ten months for December. Um, but we had seen some spikes leading into it. And that was, you know, everyone was being warned, uh, the supply chain constraints, you know, they're going to be out of inventory. So do your shopping early. And we did see a lot of spikes in the sales numbers going into December. So I don't know if that's a huge concern when we look at those, uh, those retail numbers, but, you know, definitely showed through in December, not to mention everyone couldn't go anywhere in December anyway. So that might have a, a, another, uh, another effect on things. Uh, Fed officials, uh, you know, are saying uh, we're going to see those rate hikes uh, as you know inflation continues to soar. Again, as I mentioned, uh, you know the the general consensus now is we're going to see those hikes. Um, Biden is seeking to reshape the Fed, so the Biden uh, has appointed uh, a new Fed Reserve Governor, uh, Sarah Bloom Raskin, uh, and as well as two new economists. Uh, basically, they have the most diverse democratically uh, diverse, uh, sorry, demography uh, uh, diverse uh, Fed uh, in history. And uh, as it's one of the most powerful central banks around the world, uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what follows suit from that, but also um, if we see any kind of different views coming out of it. Uh, BlackRock's assets crossed the 10 trillion mark. Uh, all of its revenues slightly missed on, uh, on, on fee squeeze. So BlackRock, if you're not familiar, they're a big ETF portfolio manager um, out of the US. Uh, they've, they've gone through the $10 trillion on their assets. Um, but with that size, uh, they have seen a squeeze on their, uh, on their earnings. Uh, we all seen an earnings test for the growth stocks after a rocky start to the new year. Uh, so as mentioned, the growth, the growth side of the market uh, you know, are having a tougher go uh, in 20, the start of 2022 and certainly the end of 2021 than they did uh, the end of 2020 and the early 2021 where we've seen them pretty much rocking, um, rocking the returns uh, and leading the way uh, as far as uh, rate of returns go uh, coming out of the uh, 2020 uh, year. But, uh, but pretty much for the fourth quarter, we've seen kind of a negative trend in growth stocks and that come straight through into the new year, even a little bit more harshly, I'd say. So if you do still have a lot of growth stocks in your portfolio, I was talking to someone the other day, um, it's not a bad thing. I mean, you probably still have some good profits in there. We're into a new tax year. It's a good time to start, you know, taking some profits out of those, the, those companies. You know, you're triggering a little bit of tax, yes, but uh, doesn't mean you don't like them, right? It doesn't mean that you can't come back and revisit them. Uh, just how long do you want your money potentially to to devalue if 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 we continue to see negativity around the growth stocks, but uh, also um, you know even if they're flat 
for six months, eight months, you know, how long do the interest rate hikes uh, continue uh, or that inflation fear continue? Do you, do you want your money to kind of not grow for the next 12 months? We tend to take a much more tactical and dynamic approach to the portfolio well, well, where we'll take, uh, take some profits out, maybe take the position out completely, but doesn't mean we don't like it. Doesn't mean we can't come back and revisit that again in the future. Even if we pay a little bit higher for it down the road, the money might, you know, we want to get the money working for us throughout 2022. So yes, we might pay slightly higher um, or less, uh, hopefully, but even if we paid slightly higher for that stock, uh, we might've ha had the money earning more dollars in the meantime. So it doesn't affect your returns. In fact, it enhances them. So do take the, do take that into consideration when you're looking at some of the names in your portfolios. So let's take a look at what's coming up this week. Uh, we've got Bank of America is reporting fourth quarter earnings on Wednesday. Uh, we're looking for a, uh, a kind of you know profitable outlook, but really want to see what the, um, the revenue numbers are, whether uh, they've been hit with higher costs. Uh, and how uh, how healthy the investment pipeline is. Netflix is also expected to post that. We're looking for uh, a, a good a good number there as their subscriber numbers seems to have steady growth over the holiday season. And they've come out with some uh, some pretty good new uh, new uh, proprietary content, some content that they have developed uh, through that season as well, which has been increasing the numbers quite a bit. Um, so we're looking for Netflix. And also, the, as I mentioned earlier, the Labor Department uh, Thursday is expected to show weekly jobless, jobless claims to have fallen uh, and housing starts obviously likely to slip a little bit on the uh, holiday season, uh, but we'll, take, we'll seasonally adjust those numbers. Other news, JP Morgan uh, shares fell uh, as it uh, put out a mixed outlook and uh, despite it uh, beating its profit expectations, uh, the, the outlook, JP Morgan is pretty uh, bearish for this year. So, um, so their stock, uh, stock took a hit. Citigroup profits dropped on uh, higher expenses. So, you know, despite having uh, a strong quarter uh, with revenue, uh, higher, higher costs, uh, basically uh, driven by the fact that they, uh, they exited the retail business in Asia, uh, which was a source of, uh, source of extra revenue for them. Uh, so as they uh, as they got rid of that uh, that division, uh, it kind of hit the bottom line. Wells Fargo, on the other hand, uh, beat profits estimates and seen a good uptick in the loan demand. People taking advantage of the low interest rates before we start to see those going up. Uh, we've already seen some of the mortgage rates increasing, uh, but uh, but until we see the Feds raise the rates, uh, we won't see the full impact of that. Uh, Facebook and Google CEOs, uh, you know, this is the ongoing antitrust suits. We've talked about it through most of 2021. Definitely going to see it going into 2022. There's so many of them out there, different states. Uh, this is basically uh, just new information that uh, Facebook and Google uh, execs knew about a deal to um, basically carve up uh, the advertising market um, and, uh, and, and control the, uh, the online advertising. Uh, revenues uh, from from smaller outfits, so the antitrust suit claims. Uh, as I mentioned, Netflix is is looking to report with some pretty good numbers. Now, if you do have Netflix, they of course you're aware that they just increased the subscription price by one to two dollars per month, depending on what service you subscribe to, both Canada and the U.S. Uh, so that's going to uh, you know add to their profits, but also add to their budgets for 
uh, creating all, you know more uh, more streaming content for uh, for the platform. Uh, on the uh, on the uh, dollar front, as I mentioned, the U.S. dollar uh, you know had slipped in late in end of December and into the new year, uh, but it's holding pretty steady where it is, basically on the imminent expectations of the U.S. Uh, raising rates. Cryptocurrencies also showed some weakness. Uh, as they show, you know, they're basically demonstrating that they also are sensitive to monetary policy uh, and, and as, you know, a risk asset tied to those, to those which they weren't supposed to be, uh, but they're basically trading lower if, uh, if, you're in, if you trade into crypto, into crypto. As I mentioned, the bond year, the 10-year note has ticked to an all-time high or at least, you know, a two-year level high of 1.83%. Um, so that was kind of, if you remember early 2021, when we were watching it, uh, you know, watching inflation and we're watching, uh, you know, what's going to happen with interest rates. Uh, we had basically said, once we get above the 1.8 to 1.85 on the 10 year note, that's when we're, we're going to see the Fed basically be handcuffed to have to raise rates and we're there. So no big surprise that there's consensus that we're going to see a, a rate hike. Uh, the two-year government bond also rose to just over 1%, uh, again, its highest level since February 2020. On the uh, commodity front, as I mentioned, oil has had a good rally, actually uh, hitting the high of 88. I think I saw it this morning, uh, trading in the 85 range. So still holding really strong in the mid-80s. Uh, again, we're, we're seeing that energy crunch uh, happen uh, as a lot of production was shut down. Um, you know, and there's been this, uh, of course, a shift in focus to renewables, which uh, we've talked about is going to take some time. Uh, and in the meantime, the, you know, demand for oil continues to rise. So uh, even with Omicron going on, uh, as I mentioned, we're not really seeing a massive drop off on demand. Um, and, as, uh, and as supply continues to be under threat with uh, different things going on around the world, um, we're going to probably see a strong oil price. Copper has weakened a little bit after a two-month high. Uh, it had climbed, uh, and that's just basically built up, you know, build up uh, inventories. Uh, so copper has been pretty strong for a couple of years now, as far as pricing goes. And when you have strong pricing in any commodity, uh, people go out and find a bunch more, right? They go out and dig it all up, and then all of a sudden you have extra, uh, extra supply versus demand. So a little bit of weakness is that uh, that supply side of things has, has increased. Um, but if you're in copper, I would still say it's a hold. I, I wouldn't be over there just yet. Uh, gold continues to struggle a little bit. It's a little bit, um, was a little bit down this morning in early European trading at about 1833 an ounce. Um, you know, gold's that one that uh, didn't really perform the way, uh, you know, market expected it to in 2021. Uh, basically, you know, we had strong inflation. Gold is usually a good inflation hedge. Uh, it obviously held its own through 2021, uh, around the 1800 uh, ounce level, uh, went slightly below that uh, to 1750 for a while, uh, but back up again. Uh, but not really the, the, the rally you'd expect in an inflationary period. So we'll continue to watch to see how it does with uh, higher interest rates as, as uh, the Fed starts to, uh, starts to move those and see if it starts to react uh, as it uh, normally would. Uh, if it does, we would expect for it to have a bit of a breakout because it, it has held back, uh, I think, um, some of its returns in the, uh, in the last year. 
So with that, if you have any questions, do go to mikeonmoney.com. Uh, you can send in your questions or just give us a call. Uh, we're starting a new year, so uh, we're looking for new topics that you want us to have us cover. Uh, we're going to do uh, some one-off. We're going to do uh, one-off on what the metaverse is and how to invest into it. And no, we're not talking about Facebook's parent company, Meta. Uh, the metaverse is actually well beyond just what they're doing. Obviously, it's a focus of theirs. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about renewable energy. What renewable energy is when we say that? What types are out there? What types uh, you know, might be uh, a focus of the future uh, and where those opportunities lie as well. So we're going to do a video on that. But any other topics that you have you want us to cover, any other features you want us to build into these uh, new year, we're, we're wide open to new ideas. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to hopefully seeing you all in person, maybe uh, so at some point in 2022. But with that, thanks for joining us. And, uh, and we'll talk again soon. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.